Do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. You're listening to Byron and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. You know, we I've told you before, we had the hot air balloon. We had the one from WLOS, the 13 uh-huh. balloon. Well, so Mr. Bill flew the 13 balloon. That's what it was called at the time. And my brothers primarily, and me occasionally, would go and work as part of the balloon crew. And after a certain number of hours, one of my brothers was able to buy the balloon and get his license. And so it was time for Bill to to get a new one. And so somehow we acquired that one. And so Craig, that was the brother that had the balloon that worked it the most. He worked with Alma Jean and all of those folks. And I forget her name out of Candler, but just he, he made lifelong friends with them. And they used to fly those balloons quite a bit. And I think they flew them commercially. And we would do these things called tethers, where it would basically be on a rope and it'd go up 500 feet or so. So, so if a if an event was going on, if a plant had a family family picnic day or something, they would hire the balloon and we'd take people up 500 feet and then bring them back down again and take them back up and take, you know. Oh, that would be fun. I'd love to do that. Oh, I would too. And you know, right now that basket is in the basement at the house. Oh, is it really? (laughs) Yes. And it's so beautiful. I mean, I, I can't, there's really nothing that you could do with it because at this point it would not pass an inspection. It wouldn't be safe enough to fly, but, but it's still beautiful and it would make a great prop. So somebody should get that. I think at some point, <laughs> it's so funny to go in the basement and see it. <laughs> you know. Weren't we supposed to be talking about pot liquor and collards? And, we, and, we were talking about that. No, we moved on to something well, else. You know how that goes. Man, man, do we get, do I get distracted easily? It's crazy. It's, just, think that. it's just two women talking. That's how we do. Yeah. Yeah. Just here and there and here and there. Then we circle on back. So speaking of circling on back, do you make cornbread when you make collards? Of course. Do you okay? Just check it, and you you yeah. make sure and have your pork, and you have your, your the pork is for health, I guess. Prosperity. Prosperity. For, and for the, eating high on the hog. High on the hog, and the greens are for money, uh-huh. and the beans are for health. Yeah, I guess I always where I was told that the black eyed peas were for silver Look. money were for copper money and the greens were for green money but i think whatever we can do for good health is probably the best thing we should eat this new year's day well i will double check with mom but i'm pretty sure that the way we talked about it was the greens were for money the beans were for health and the meat was for luck because if you had meat you were lucky Mm -hmm. and but but I'm not 
not swearing, and I don't know if that's the way everybody else does it or not. Well, I think every family does it different ways. Really? Yep. Well, I'm going to be glad. I know it's going to be raining, or they're expecting rain for New Year's Eve, and I'm really glad about that. You know why? I don't have to hear a bunch of dumbasses and their fireworks. Oh, there'll be plenty of dumbasses with fireworks. You know there will be. You think there will be even if it's raining? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. That's just, it's, I don't know why people are so attached to them. I do like them, but there's a time and a place for them. And once I found out, once I allowed my brain to come to a logical place about it, and I realized what it was doing to the animals outside, yeah, I, it kind of lost its luster for me. And honestly, a little bit of fireworks on the 4th of July and New Year's Eve, that's lovely. Yeah. But it's like every, there's any excuse to lob out a bunch of fireworks. And the, the thrill, I lose the thrill of it. It's like, okay, a bunch of, a bunch of stink from, from gunpowder, basically, and, and a lot of noise. Okay, well, that's lovely. Thank you. It's just an excuse for people to make a lot of noise for a good long time. And I'm, I'm okay with, you know, I'm not really criticizing, although I totally am, but I, I just think too much of a good thing. And something about being around this area, people don't want to just turn out two or three fireworks or even 15 minutes worth. No, they want to go for hours and hours. Yeah, it'll start when it's dark and it'll end about 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. And it will just keep going. And so what does that do to those animals? Not to mention, what does it do to anybody who might need to get up the next morning and work? Well, and I think about, you know, it's the, it's the age I am. I always think about those poor old shattered veterans that get home from mm -hmm. Vietnam or Iraq or Afghanistan or wherever the hell we have sent them. And that kind of noise has to trigger, you know, these intense danger things in them. Oh. And, and so, I don't know. I just, you know, I never thought of that. I guess I just assumed that they would, that if it bothered them, that they would put some headphones on or something. But then again, I don't put headphones on, so I don't know. Wow, that I never thought of that, Byron. I, uh I'm just funny about stuff like that. Well, you know, I'm, there were so many, because I'm that I'm the age, I'm right at that lower age of people whose whose relatives and loved ones went off to Vietnam. So for me, it was like the older brother of my friend, that kind of thing. Yeah. And there, there were just too many of them that came back. And even if they didn't have physical wounds, they had such intense emotional wounds. Oh my God. Um, and I and I know Iraq and uh, Afghanistan's been the same way. Wow. You're so absolutely I, right about that. And that doesn't make you funny. That makes you compassionate. Well, you it, I, I just I just worry that we ask so much of some people and of other Maybe. people, we ask nothing at all. And it's probably a good thing because they don't have a <laughs> thing to give. 
one way or the other. No. Sorry, crows, crows, crows. <laughs> this uh, 2020 has just laid bare some of that, hadn't it? 2020 has forced all of us to look at some things. And 2020 has, has been the year of revelation. It's truly been fortune cookie year. May the well, may you live in interesting times. That's what in twenty in twenty twenty we see clearly. Twenty twenty, some people see clearly, yeah. and some people are even more mired in the fake shit than others. Mm -hmm. You know, true. that's very true. And that's we don't have to get into any of it except to say that folks, y'all need to learn how to think for yourself. And just because somebody says it convincingly doesn't make it true. And just because you saw it on that internet certainly doesn't make it true, even if it looks real. And golly, you said that so beautifully. And I wish in my heart of hearts that all it took was you saying that for people to think for them damn selves. Oh. But I just, I'm at the place now where I think half the people in this country, maybe more, don't have the good sense the good Lord gave a jackass. Well, true. And, you know, they. there's also a group of people who just never had a chance from the beginning. If you think about it, like I'm thinking specifically about kids who are in their 20s nowadays, they don't know a world that's not digital. They don't know a world that where they were not tracked in some way for most everything that they do. So they don't know a world without social media because they aren't old enough to remember a time without social media. And these kids have been inundated with so much that they can't think for themselves anymore. They've never done it in the first place, I guess is what I'm trying to say. When I, I remember taking some courses and getting some statistics, and this would have been back in the in the 80s, and this was, you know, some marketing statistics and demographics and stuff. And we were talking then about how many times a person is exposed to certain type of violence on television by the time they are a certain age. And so what it desensitizes them to violence. If you see X number of shootings, fake or not, on a television set by the time you're in high school, it's just not going to be as shocking to you if you see it in real life. You're just not going to worry about it because you've seen it thousands of times by now. You see, that, that sort of thing really bothers me. It's also the same way that the... That, that people are manipulated into opinions. They hear something enough times, and at some point, they forget that this is other people's opinions. What they remember is hearing that, that marketing thing. You see, that, that other thing that was influencing them. That's, a, a, that's actually a statistic that is counted on for sales in the radio business. And it's and not to mention radio business. It's also a way they do it um, on the web too, and I'm sure in print too. Impression advertising. How many times does it need to get in front of somebody's eyes before they remember it, or in their ears before they remember it? You see, so we've got these generations of people 
who have grown up and never been exposed to life without media telling them what to think or how to think. And can you imagine what kind of humanity, what kind of species we would be if we didn't have that? Well, we didn't have it for thousands and thousands and a million years, and we were still a bunch of damn dumbasses, so I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I rebel against it when I know that it's happening, but just because I've been in marketing, I know that it happens way more than even I realize. If I'm driving from Hendersonville to Asheville and I turn the radio on, I'm seeing billboard after billboard, probably between 50 and 100 of them, between in that 23 miles. And I'm hearing advertising on the radio. I'm seeing bumper stickers. I'm seeing business signs. All of these things are telling me what I need to do, what I need to buy, how I need to think, how fast I'm allowed to drive. There's not a lot of free will in that, you see, or free thought. Yeah, but you rebel against it. I do. And you don't feel like you have to buy every damn thing in the world. On purpose, do I don't want to buy everything. Well, oh, you did that. Other people can do it. It's not hard. No. You just well, I have think to. It, it, might be, it might be hard, actually, in, in the face of all that propaganda. But well, yeah. the, the, the season we just had is a good example of this. So I don't know how my children are going to have Christmas. Well, Christmas is going to happen whether your children have a damn thing or not. So yeah. let's just let that be number one. Yeah, that's right. Your whole, if your holy day or your celebration time or whatever is only predicated on how much garbage you can buy, yeah. either locally or through the interwebs, then, then you need to rethink what those holy days mean to you. Is it just how much money you can spend? Yes, that's what it's turned into. Yes. You can lavish a bunch of cheap crap from China on people. Is that what it is? Because if it is, you need to rethink what love is for you with those people. Either that or describe the day more accurately. You see, if they want, if you want to have a day uh, of yearly greed, go ahead, but don't call it the most holy day of the year because that uh, if you're not venerating something holy or treating it as a holy day, it's just a big shopping day, isn't it? So just call it what it is, the yearly day of greed. (laughs) You know, and only if if it was a day, wouldn't that be nice if there was just one day, one wholesale day, but people are just in full disclosure. And my disclaimer is this, I'm a working class person. I always have been and I always will be. And that's an attitude more than that is an amount that comes into my coffers every year. Yeah. As a working class person, there have been plenty of times, especially when I was a child, when my parents spent great gouts of money inappropriately. And they did that because they had so little money that when they got money, they were were frivolous and foolish with it. But but I learned mostly learned that lesson. I still will do that occasionally. But this idea that you've got to spend, I cannot tell you how many times a day 
I hear the damn Amazon truck out here backing up. And who knows what these people are buying? I don't know. But it has a very distinctive sound when it backs up. And I go, oh, Amazon truck's here again. Yeah. So, And it's not just that it's 2020 and people are buying stuff online. It's not just that because it happened before 2020. Oh, yeah. We feel like we have got to be. And the economy is based on us consuming stuff and buying stuff. It's not based on us creating stuff. Right, but it's not out of control. Consumerism is cool. I mean, it's the it grease. Isn't. It, it is not cool. It, well, it's the grease that is allowing this society to function right now. But consumerism is just, it's directed. That's what I'm... It's I've directed. Been, it it's is all directed. Yeah, it's a, they spout these statistics out every year after Christmas about what the biggest shopping day was and how many people shopped online and how much money did they spend. It's almost like congratulating you. Hey, congratulations. We went in January. Yeah, yeah. And maybe, well, this track that we're on, we could go for a long time on this. We could, episode. and it's probably not terribly interesting to anybody but us. Yeah, so, you know, it might even get cut out completely, but yeah. Well, I'll so. say this, though. Let me say one thing about it, is that if you love somebody enough to spend a thousand dollars on just crap for them, why don't you find out what they really, really want yeah. And why don't you spend time with them and give them the thing that is most precious to anybody who loves you? And that is time with you. Time, time and attention. Yeah. Well, now you need to ask for something that might have a shit chance of happening because, you know, goodwill. Know, right? <laughs> you know, goodwill that that is just not going to happen. Not when you can call call or or click and have something sent and then not have to fool with it anymore and that's just the way that people look at it isn't that awful though and not have to fool with it anymore that's how like, i'm just gonna buy you i'm gonna buy you off because i don't have to fool with you anymore right well that's I'm, loving isn't it no it has nothing i hope all my friends love. think that way about me yeah it has nothing to do with love that has nothing to do with love. It's what I've learned. So I've always kind of felt slighted by that sort of attitude. And I always wanted to give Christmas present or a present in general that was something that was thought about. If not homemade, I don't do a lot of homemade, but I always try and put some thought into something that I'm doing, you know, and... So that doesn't, I'm, I shouldn't criticize though. And, I, and I'm not trying to put myself above other folks, but it just irritates the shit out of me about the hypocrisy that goes on around American holidays and also the manipulation. You know, yep. we talked one time about Valentine's. I can't stand Valentine's Day. And a large part of it is because of growing up seeing those damn commercials and 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 hearing that standard go to society every kiss begins with k yes <laughs> yes you're nobody if say if they haven't given you a big fat diamond that's 
<laughs> That's right. Big fat diamond, big fat blood diamond. Oi. The things That's that not even we were not not even gonna go there. So what we <laughs> want everybody, everybody to remember, and I just I posted on Facebook my favorite thing to one of my favorite things to post every year is so what are you gonna eat on New Year's Day? It's going to bring you prosperity and good health in the new year. I love to post that because now I've got all these people talking about what they're going to eat in a couple of days. So I'm going to challenge our listeners to the same thing. So what are you going to eat on New Year's Day? And do you have a tradition of eating particular things that will ensure good health and um, good luck, which is a really important thing to have, and uh, prosperity in the coming year? Yeah. What are those things? So go on our one of our social media accounts, Facebook or, or Twitter, and uh, tell us about it. Tweet. I'd love to, I'd love to hear it. I'm sorry. What was that? Was that? Did you say Twitter? Twitter. <laughs> you so I love that. No, I'm taking I'm taking uh, Italian class, Italian language class, and uh, and they've got a the group has an account on Twitter, and this really beautiful young. Italian girl refers to it as Twitter. Nice. That's so nice. The other one, Instafame. Instafame, yes. My Instafame account. Won't it give me Instafame? No, (laughs) I remember running the numbers one time for a customer (laughs) to find out how much it would take, what it would take to actually make money on YouTube. And it was a staggering amount of, of, views to the video before you could make enough money to even really count it. Yeah. It's just amazing. And when you see all these people who have got all that figured out and they're the ripe old age of 14. Yeah. They yeah. really are. Insta fame is a thing for them. Yeah. And I, their medium. I go ahead. I was just going to say it's their medium. Yeah, it absolutely is. And, um, and sometimes their medium, you know, that uh, GoFundMe stuff, you'll see things get funded and you just think, why in the world did that happen? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you do. But I, it just has some appeal, that's all. It's, they, I will say that Facebook in particular makes it super easy to open a GoFundMe account for a cause. And I'm sure that Facebook at some point has a fee involved with the the transactions that go through on on the GoFundMe stuff Mm -hmm. or else they wouldn't make it so easy or I just can't imagine they would, but they make it so easy. It's just like two or three clicks. They even put the correct kind of verbiage in for you sometimes. So you can open up. I've got a friend, as a matter of fact, who, had a birthday and she just did a GoFundMe for her birthday. And it was so easy. Took her about 10 seconds to set it up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what is that thing? It's not GoFundMe where you uh, invest in the development of a product. That That's some other kind of thing. Not Patreon. Anyway. Yeah. That's all right. But there, yeah, there's lots of different ways. So if you were uh, like, you know, we're talking about the, uh, yes, sir. No, ma'am. Board, right? Um, we could set that up and have investors uh, invest in that, and then you know, if you invested, you get you a free one. I guess I don't know how you do that. I don't we know. It'd be interesting to look at it, though. Well, let's look at that. And yeah, that's a really. What do y'all think? 
Would y'all want to invest in a product in product development? Through Weird Mountain Product Development. <laughs> we got so many irons in the fire right now. I tell you what. That's potentially a great thing. And hey, y'all, it is not too late to get one of those calendars. Speaking of Weird Mountain products. No, we've got we've just a few time. of them left. Just a few. Of and the, they are beautiful. Of the Almanac calendars. I was very pleased with them. Me yeah. too. So, yeah. So, yeah, I gave a, I got a bunch of them and gave them away at Christmas time to people. Uh, they got a, a jar of uh, fig preserves or apple butter and a calendar. That's that was it. Keep you know, that's a good them. present. What do people really need, honestly? I mean, you take if your basics are taken care of, what do you actually need after that for Christmas? So. That's yeah, that's why, you know, I've got friends that love me and know me really well, and they will make donations in my name to whatever their charity is. Now, I'm good with that. That's fine with me. I'm good it with makes that. Me happy, actually. I'm good with that. Unless you know me well enough. Like, my daughter knows me really, really well, and she gave me two absolutely perfect gifts because oh. she knows me and she knows what I would like. But not, not everybody knows you, so they have to kind of guess at it. Two perfect, two perfect chocolate and whiskey are always good for me. How about you? <laughs> it's always good for you. What's always good for me is usually a book. I'm a book girl. I like books. Um, you would think digital, wouldn't you? But I'm good with books or any kind of like seeds. Even if I don't don't have a big giant patch of something. I do enjoy growing different little things, you know, around, but I don't know. I don't know. What's good with me is less. I had a real quiet Christmas and we all agreed ahead of time that because of the quarantine situation that we were going to make the, the right decision and just kind of, you know, just not have a big Christmas together and we spent it on the phone with each other. But oh, what we didn't nice. do is we didn't overdo presents and it was wonderful. It felt like the right thing to do this year. So I'm, I'm pleased for the people who were able to do otherwise. And I'm really pleased for my family though, because it was time we needed to get that kind of palate cleanser in there because our Christmases yeah. had been evolving and evolving to the point that they were just maybe a little too much, you know, maybe just the focus on them needed to change back to something different. And this year, that's what happened. And that's I imagine it happened with thing. some other folks too. That's a very good thing. Yep. Now that's not to say I didn't do some, I missed a few times, you know, I, I missed things, but the older I get, the more that happens anyway. My grandparents' generation is not around anymore, and those were the Christmases of my childhood, so every Christmas, no matter how chaotic it is, I still am thinking about that. So it really, it was just a nice, quiet Christmas. Uh, we had that, we had that wild kind of storm that happened the night before, and we didn't get a lot of weather, but we did get enough to have a white Christmas and a very yeah, cold. It was a heck of a storm, wasn't it? But so beautiful. The snow was so beautiful. Yeah, it was really pretty. And it was so nice to wake up to. 
And, you know, so I, I'm very grateful about Christmas this year. I hope everybody got to have a little bit of peace with their season. Yeah, me too. Yep. And a little bit of just hope. Yeah. This is weird. a good time for it. Yeah. It's, it's hard right now. The whole world is just a little bit hard. It is. So, Miss Byron, yes, ma'am. Totally, am glad to talk to you today. It seems like it has been forever since last I time know. I talked to you. I know, and I'm looking forward to us being able to record again in um, in a what do we call it in the location at Weird Mountain where we are socially distanced. Oh, I know, I know. Well, hopefully, very soon. So, I hope everybody will. Take a moment to think about what they want for the new year and how they're going to make it and to, and to reach down and, and find the courage that will help all of us get along. All right. I'm, I'm grinning and I shouldn't because that was a really cool sentiment. But when you said that, I got tickled. I was thinking about something Craig said one time about reaching down and grabbing something. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> Very inappropriate. Anyway, anyway, but he was uh, he was doing his best James Brown, and he was oh, like, down and grab yourself, touch yourself. Well, Byron, you behave yeah. yourself. I yeah. hope you have a real good New Year's. Yeah, you too. Mine's going to be pretty quiet, I think, with uh, lots of cornbread and butter and greens and all that stuff. Yeah, mine is going to be fairly quiet too, I hope. I really hope. And that's what I'm planning on. So. Excellent. Cool. I'll let you go, ma'am. Take care. You Love too. Love Bye. Bye. Tune in next time. To hear them gals say, Hell yes, Dolly Spartan. <laughs> That's right. What was the size of her breastplate? <laughs>